Good morning. Welcome to AI Daily. And we have three very different but interesting stories for you all today. So we're kicking off first with the Frontier Model Form. So this was put out by OpenAI as really another push towards, you know, industry collaboration, AI safety, really trying to put this like a government body around it, it seems. A um, little bit hand wavy of sorts right now, but they are trying to put together pretty much only foundation model providers into this form and say, hey, how can we all work together, you know, potentially for GPU usage, potentially to kind of collaborate on AI safety, potentially for lobbying efforts, Farb, anything here that stood out for you? Or do you see this kind of as just another kind of industry group talking about AI safety? I think it's a smart move on their part. You can, you know, if you assume benevolence on their part, well, then this is fantastic. This is them saying, hey, we want to be more open about it. We're going to be proactively sharing things and reaching out to the world as we take the lead on creating you know, potentially AGI hyperscale uh, foundational models. So if you assume they're being benevolent in general and aren't trying to build models to take over the world for themselves, then this is exactly what you'd want to hear. Uh, if you ex assume they're, you know, not being benevolent or being malevolent, then you're not going to believe anything they say. So, you know, I, I think this is, this is the smart thing for them to do. I think it will garner more trust for them and will hopefully lead us to a better place that like they're describing. Anything that stood out to you, Connor, in terms of what they're at least talking about? Yeah, I kind of see it as like the UN Security Council for AI. So it's all these like competing companies working on AI, just like it was competing countries working on atomic weapons. And in the same way that for them, it protected the world from nuclear weapons and protected themselves individually from people saying they're not doing enough to protect the world. This does the exact same thing. Like it works in two parts of it's kind of smoke and mirrors, kind of just making it seem like they're trying to do something, but good things will likely come out of it also. So I do think it is really a great move in the end. Yeah. The, uh, the United Nations of corporations, the uh, yeah. techno feudalist world I predicted is slowly becoming true. Finally. It's coming true. It's coming true. Well, super cool. Um, our second story of today has would have a ton of applications to AI and the future of computing and everything. But this paper went viral, gosh, less than 24 hours ago. And this is LK99. So this is a what's being proposed as a room temperature, ambient pressure superconductor. You know, this has been the kind of North Star for anyone in the world of physics for a long time now is how do we make superconductors that have these properties? You know, superconductors have applications across computing and medical and power grids. And if this is true, this is a absolutely huge, huge accomplishment in the field of physics and will likely even win a Nobel Prize. So really cool work right now. I know we're working, uh, everyone's working right now to try to replicate these results. Farb, you've been super into this. How do you feel? Well, you know, to be clear, they've, you know, there are some holes that have already been found in the papers, some weird discrepancies in some of the numbers. But if you're an optimistic person, you should be super excited about this and you should want to see it become real and you should be jumping in to help figure out if it is real or not. That said, I've yeah, spent a lot of the past 12 hours digging into this, coming up with uh, recipes to do it. I've, I've got access to a sufficiently powerful vacuum through a friend's lab. We're now trying to identify what type of tube furnace one would need to try to synthesize some of this. It's supposed to be doable. I think the whole world is a buzz with this right now. And that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. 
Connor, what about you? I, I saw on that Manifold Markets, you know, this kind of prediction marketplace puts it at 20%, I think, of you know, being real within the next year. Anything you saw, Connor? I think it's honestly pretty likely. I think some of the holes about how much energy and how much wattage you can actually put through is a pretty big limitation. But Alex Kaplan, from our friends over at Cometeer, put together a pretty great thread on it that this isn't like other superconductor papers that have come out in the past that are very like long shot and very like convoluted to set up and make and everyone kind of knew we're fake. This is a very simple paper, a very simple process, takes only a few days to make in semi-available lab equipment. So we'll see in like a week if people can replicate it. But honestly, I think it's likely. I think it's something at least. I think it's really amazing that everything, you know, to make something like this, if this is the path forward for these types of superconductors could have been made in, you know, 1900s industrial equipment. Um, so really cool to see stuff like that. But our third story of today is text to room. Similar to ish, what we talked about yesterday of kind of LLMs and 3D space, text to room is, hey, how can you create a text prompt and generate a 3D point space of a room? So they take images, they use a 2D model in between, similar to yesterday, kind of take pictures and build this 3D point space of a room. So another like really cool engineering way to tackle how do we go from text to 3D. Connor, anything that stood out to you? Yeah, the output of this is kind of similar to a nerf, except the big difference here, instead of using a like neural radiance sphere field that's based on like light and how everything on nerf, nerf works, this is based on RGB, which makes it a lot more available because of course all images that are from text to image are RGB. So this seems something more capable. This seems something that works a lot better and it's a big step forward in text to 3D. Very cool. Farb? You know, I think we talk a lot about how some of these papers almost seem like engineering pipeline solutions as opposed to fundamental discoveries. And uh, I want to clarify that that is not to downplay it in any way. What is critical and what is, you know, spurring this sort of Cambrian explosion of AI outputs and, and tools and things that can actually do stuff is the fact that the underlying, you know, ML or calculations that you're doing to achieve these results are now doable by much wider groups of people. There's some, there's a human, uh, an echo. I'm hearing a bit of an echo on my voice. Hopefully that's not coming through on the recording. Uh, the, the computation required to do some of these un, the underlying calculations on some of these sort of engineering feats are sort of only really possible to the, the breadth of people who are doing this stuff uh, recently. So it really is this combination of, you know, incredibly powerful processors that are more affordable, more prevalent, doing some of the underlying, you know, machine learning and AI and processing so that someone can do some engineering to piece these things together and actually get a result where a small team can produce it um, without taking a decade to do so, without having access to, you know, building sized supercomputers. So this is actually what we want to see a ton of endless amounts of engineering solutions that take, you know, what can be done with processing and, and, and really do cool outputs with it. I completely agree. It does. Super cool work by them. Definitely it's got, you know, help paint the picture of text to 3D even more. So as always though, what else are we seeing? I got to see this bit tensor language model, which is a 3 billion parameter language model that's built to run on mobile and edge devices. You know, we've seen that Llama is going to try to work with Qualcomm to get that working, but 
you know, these are the future of language models. Not every language model, not every use case is going to need to be run on a supercomputer in the cloud. So people working out, getting the, working out, getting the, working out, a great application of it, location of it, location. I, I love stuff on edge computing. So excited for that. What about y'all? I love that you've turned into Max Headroom. That's the, I, that that's, was one. that's the cool part. I don't know, your, your audio started like repeating itself like you were, uh, nobody knows Max Headrooms. The, uh, I've seen, um, well, my, uh, my, uh, one of my investors and, and, and friends, the incomparable Paris Hilton, uh, posted a tweet asking about what car she should buy. And I replied to her with, don't buy a car, make your own car, <laughs> uh, use AI to design a car use 3D printing to print the exterior and the interior and, and work with an EV platform like Rivian, uh, for example, I own a Tesla, uh, but Rivian has like an EV platform that they're, that they're working on uh, and, and put it on top of that. And so I used MidJourney to generate some cool Paris Hilton looking style cars. And I used Runway ML to turn it into a little video. Uh, and then I used Kyber to sort of create this you know, backwards in time inspiration of, you know, the original types of cars and Bugattis and types of vehicles that kind of inspired the uh, final output. Oh, that's so, that's I thought that was Batmobile. Cool. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. It looks like, a, it looks like a hot map of Batmobile and, and I got a, I got a, that's hot from Paris, which is what everyone wants from Paris. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. I saw the GPU song, um, by weird AI Yankachip kind of a rip on, uh, we didn't start the fire called GPUs or fire. And that was basically the whole song, just ripping on everything in the world nowadays. Well, Lincoln blow pretty funny. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. Beautiful. Oh, a day. See you again tomorrow. We will see you tomorrow.